Welcome to day 327 of Shaped by the Word, season three, the story of the prophets. I'm Matt here with David, and uh, we are a little over halfway through the, the vision that Ezekiel has of this renewed um, this renewed end time temple. And so we'll pick up in Ezekiel 44 today. Uh, yesterday we saw the glory of the Lord return to the temple. If you remember, the glory of the Lord had departed from the temple. We kind of charted you know, the, the course. You got to see a little bit of it beginning to move throughout the temple and finally exiting through the east gate well now the glory of the lord has returned through the through the east gate and and here in um chapter 44 one of the interesting things that's going to happen is that gate that east gate is going to remain shut and it must not be open except for a prince who can travel in and out of the gate but one of the things that's interesting um about this section is is we're going to see another manifestation of the glory of the lord filling the temple and so it's almost as if you know Ezekiel in this in this vision is is seeing a certainty that the Lord again will come to dwell amongst His people, uh, that the glory of the Lord will, will ultimately descend upon uh, the temple. But some speculate as well that when the gate gets shut, it's it's God's promise to the people that He will never again depart. You know because He has ultimately come to dwell with His people, uh, and so. We'll find ourselves in a in a encouraging text today, but also we'll we'll get some uh, kind of correction, if you will, for the the priest, uh, for the Levites. And so, before we begin our time in Ezekiel forty four, uh, we want to do as we always do. We want to uh, dedicate this time to the Lord and ask Him to bless the reading of His Word. Father, we thank you for your word, and and we do just that. We dedicate this time to you, that you would be honored among us, glorified among us, and uh, that we would be transformed through the hearing of your word. We know that your word is alive and active in us, sharper than uh, any double-edged sword, and it it pierces into the deepest parts of us. And so we ask for that to be true uh, this time together, that, that, Father, you would um, do what only you could do in us. Uh, that you would make us more like Jesus uh, as we hear and respond to your word. Uh, Be with us, give us wisdom as we read and insight, uh, apply it to us. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel 44. Then the man brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, the one facing east, and it was shut. The Lord said to me, the gate is to remain shut. It must not be open. No one may enter through it. It is to remain shut because the Lord, the God of Israel, has entered through it. The prince himself is the only one who may sit inside the gateway to eat in the presence of the Lord. He is to enter by way of the portico of the gateway and go out the same way. Then the man brought me by the way of the north gate to the front of the temple. I looked and saw the glory of the Lord filling the temple of the Lord, and I fell face down. The Lord said to me, Son of man, look carefully, listen closely, and give attention to everything I tell you concerning all the regulations and instructions regarding the temple of the Lord. Give attention to the entrance of the temple and all the exits of the sanctuary. Say to rebellious Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Enough of your detestable practices, people of Israel. In addition to all your detestable practices, you brought foreigners uncircumcised in heart and flesh into my sanctuary, desecrating my temple while you were offered while you while you offered me food, fat and blood, and you broke my covenant. Instead of carrying out your duty in regard to my holy things, you put others in charge of my sanctuary. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. No foreigner, uncircumcised in heart and flesh, is to enter my sanctuary, not even the foreigners who live among the Israelites. The Israelites who went far from me when Israel went astray and who wandered from me after their idols must bear the consequences of their sin. 
They may serve in my sanctuary, having charge of the gates of the temple and serving in it. They may slaughter the burnt offerings and sacrifices for the people and stand before the people and serve them. But because they served them in the presence of their idols and made the people of Israel fall into sin, therefore I have sworn with uplifted hand that they may that they must bear the consequences of their sin, declares the Sovereign Lord. They are not to come near to serve me as priest or come near any of my holy things or my most holy offerings. They must bear the shame of their detestable practices, and I will appoint them to guard the temple for all the work that is to be done in it. So there is the second manifestation of the of the glory of the Lord filling the temple. And again, you get this response. You know, we see this, I mean, how many times have we seen this throughout Scripture that when, you know, a man realizes that he is in the presence of a holy God, the, the response is to fall down. Mm-hmm. So we, we see that you know, in the famous vision of Isaiah, where Isaiah you know, falls down before the face of God when he sees the glory of God. Uh, we saw it yesterday. We see it today in our text. And even kind of you know, jumping forward, you see it when Peter recognizes he's on the boat uh, with Jesus, and he recognizes that Jesus is unique. And he falls down on, you know, fish are flopping around like crazy on the boat. And Peter falls face down before the Lord and says, depart from me. You know, Lord, I'm a sinful man. So we see kind of this proper response to the holiness of God. And that's been one of the themes we've been talking about as we've seen this um, this vision of the temple is that God is a holy God. And, and here again, uh, we see ultimately his, his desire is to be, you know, among his people. But, but that carries certain regulations as well. Um, so as you, you know, re- as we read this together, David, what are some things that stand out to you? You know, one of the things that's kind of grabbed me is verse five, you know, as he, Ezekiel does fall face down and the Lord says to him, you know, son of man, look carefully, listen closely and give attention to everything I tell you. And then the verses that follow really say, because previously Israel hasn't done that. You know, they did detestable practices. Um, they brought in uncircumcised foreigners and heart into the sanctuary. They, instead of carrying out the duty themselves, they, they put others in charge of it. And, and so you see this indictment that one of the reasons Israel finds himself in exile in Babylon is they didn't look carefully, listen closely, and give attention to everything that the Lord had told them to do. And, and so we, we've seen throughout the covenants, especially that the importance of the word of God for the people to guide them, shape them, instruct them for their good and their joy. And so again, as we look at Israel, you know, time and time again, we see ourselves in them, um, that we often are not the people who, when it comes to the word of the Lord, we don't really look carefully, listen closely, or give attention to everything he tells us. And so often we suffer the consequences for that. But man, what would it look like if we took the advice of the Lord here and and as those who have been redeemed and restored in Christ Jesus, when we came to the word, we we carefully observed it. We, we looked at it closely and gave actual attention to what it's calling us to do and calling us to be. And, and so, you know, as a, just a pastor, as a, as a shepherd, I mean, this is something I deeply want to do in my own life, not just ignore parts of God's word or, mm, okay, I'll do my own thing here. But knowing that God's word is not just to guide me and instruct me, but it, it's to, to shape me as our podcast is titled and when i'm being shaped by the word i'm actually finding that this is how i'm supposed to live and and be reoriented to the design that god has for humanity and so just one little takeaway from there as we're kind of looking at it to kind of just help bring ezekiel into the present day as well for people that 
carefully, closely, and give attention to the Word of God. Yeah. You know, and we probably should point out, too, you know, it goes kind of without saying, as we've been looking at the story of Scripture, that God's heart has always been for the nations. You know, that here when he talks about, you brought foreigners into my presence, you know, and you brought foreigners into my sanctuary, and, you know, allowed those who were uncircumcised in heart and flesh to enter my sanctuary. You know, it was it was Israel's failure to be the, the kind of people that God called them to be that is, that is really kind of the heart of, of this. Uh, so Israel was was meant to to be a, a blessing to the nations, and that as Israel lived as the people of God, that that blessing would extend to the nations, and, and ultimately all the nations on earth would be blessed through them. And yet Israel failed in that vocation time and time and time again because they failed to be the kind of people that God, you know, called them to be. And, and so in this restored temple, you know, here it's it's not just condemning. You know, this is just for the Israelites. You know, or saying it's just for the Israelites and condemning that they brought. Um, foreigners in because foreigners will always be excluded. In fact, we see kind of this throughout the prophets, this this coming day where in the the restoration of the the temple and the restoration of worship, um, both Jew and Gentile, the nations, you know, will mm-hmm. flood in. And, and of course, that's the great um, vision of Revelation as this these things get picked up is that in that coming day, um, in our day, you know, in the nations, every tribe, tongue, language, you know, is at the throne worshiping. And so God's heart has always been for the nations. And, and that was meant to go through Israel, but Israel continued to fail until ultimately Christ steps in and succeeds. Well, that's the end of, of our week in Shaped by the Word. Uh, we have a, a few Psalms for you to read over the weekend and uh, also, you know, invite you and would love for you to, to, to gather with us on Sunday to worship, uh, to, to sing together. Uh, to receive from the Lord, from from the table and from his word, and um, and ultimately to, to be transformed together in community. And so um, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Uh, we pray that your weekend would continue to be blessed as you meditate on Ezekiel and, and the Psalms. And um, and we close this time together, you know, praying. Dave, would you pray for us? No, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for a gift of a week in your word. May it shape us, may it inform us of, of who you are, uh, may it cause us to repent where we need to repent and to turn to you, knowing that turning to you is is to find life and healing and wholeness. So I thank you for your grace held out in Christ Jesus. Um, we love you. We pray it all in his name. Amen.